Hey guys, it's Alex, and today I want to talk a little bit more about beliefs. Yesterday, we talked about how beliefs work and what really shapes the way that makes us feel the way we feel about things to the point where we can hold such a staunch opinion on something, run into somebody at the grocery store who lives in the same community, but yet they feel something so different. And really what we talked about comes down to the fact that all of our observations and experiences all combined together are what impact the way we feel and that observation plus emotion is what really creates those beliefs. So today I want to talk about how you can potentially get someone to change what they believe in. Now in just saying that, I've made a huge mistake in verbiage. And it's because most people think this way that I say it like that. You can't get anybody to change what they believe. You'll never do it. You can't do that. They have to change what they believe if they're going to change what they believe. So if I'm engaged in a conversation where I want to persuade someone to feel a different way, it's going to be them that has to embody that feeling and all I can do is present particular bits of information that gets at the core of their current belief system and allows them to think about things differently. Believing something totally different from what you have believed your entire life is a very uncomfortable thing. If you walk up to a Democrat and start basically preaching about the virtues of being a Republican, and this person has had their entire lives spent observing things, feeling things, witnessing people around them, blame a the other party for all their woes, you're going to have an incredibly difficult time for them even giving you the time of day, right? So forget that. You have to remember this when you are trying to persuade anyone of anything. You don't matter. You. The person trying to convince that other person that what they have believed is not the only way to believe, you have to take you completely out of this conversation. People have to feel in themselves an incentive to change a thought process. So your job as someone who is persuading someone else, and we're equating persuasion with perspective and beliefs in this conversation, if you want to get somebody to change the way they think, you have to think and ask a lot of questions about why they currently believe what they believe. And you have to do that in such a way that makes it feel for the other person that you are not trying to convince them of anything. You have to show complete interest in why they have formed the beliefs they have right now. And you have to make them feel safe in explaining those things to you. If you walk up to someone and you're a Republican and you come out with that, well, I'm a Republican and I just don't understand why you're a Democrat. This person's going to be on the defensive. They already don't like the way you think because they've spent their whole life thinking something else. So it is much better to take self out of it in general and always when negotiating, persuading, and trying to understand anyone in order to hopefully 
bring perspective to someone else and get them to start thinking a little bit differently. You just can't ever be the subject of the matter and you can't ever impose your own beliefs at the beginning of a conversation and hope that that's going to be what stimulates someone else to change their mind. You frankly do not matter. This other person matters because when you when you meet someone in a conversation, it feels like you're just meeting this person in the moment, but what you're really meeting is an individual with a lifetime, however long they've been alive, of thought processes and experiences and your presence and your belief system just don't hold any weight. Ask questions. Number one, tell me why you believe what you believe. Now that's going to, most people, when you start that way, it sets them back because it's almost like, wait, why are you asking me that? Uh, what, what do I need to prepare for here in this conversation? You have to make them feel comfortable. You do that by controlling your voice, your tone, and being genuinely interested. You can't fake this stuff. If, if you're the type of person who will only fake something in a conversation to get it to go somewhere, just save your time. Worry about yourself and don't worry about helping other people understand issues in a different way because you really don't care. You just want to power someone into thinking what you think and that's stupid. So, if you're going to have these conversations, you're asking questions like, tell me about a time in your life where you really realized that you needed to align with that political party. And we're just using politics as an example because we can't escape it. It's inundating us on every single media outlet from your phone to the television. So it's just an example. Tell me about a time. And when you say things like that, it makes it personal. It brings them into the conversation as the subject. Now, what you can do when they give you this example is you can say, I can understand how that would definitely impact the way you think about things. And the only thing I can compare that to is I know someone who had this experience and because of how that made them feel, that's why they think the way they think. I wonder if, and then you start taking the conversation in down this path of questioning of, you know, I wonder if in this scenario, what would you do? Well, let me just give you the scenario. Let's say blah, blah, blah. And then you give the scenario and you allow them to think through things and you're making it a very human conversation. The point of all this is I've always found debates and things very strange because if you watched the last presidential debate, no one was talking to each other. No one was attempting to understand each other. They were just spitting out what they believe to each other, fully knowing that they're never going to meet halfway on an issue. And I just find that ridiculous. There is no reason why we can't have better discussions with each other and try and determine why we believe the way we believe. It is a human nature fact that we have far more in common than we have differences. 
When we're hungry, we all need to eat. We all have to sleep. We all care about our families. We all care about jobs. We all care about health. All of us. It is astounding that the way we discuss things, particularly what we believe in, is in no form a conversation. It's, I feel this way. Well, I feel this way. And there's no acknowledgement. If you want to change or impact the way someone else thinks about something, you have got to acknowledge the way they currently think today. You have to acknowledge their beliefs as they stand today. By acknowledging that, you are not saying, you're right, I'm wrong. You're not saying that. You're saying, I hear you. I'm listening to you. I respect you enough to acknowledge that you are 100% validated in feeling whatever you feel. A conversation should never really become an argument about beliefs. If you listen to why a person feels the way they do, and you acknowledge that by repeating back to them what they've said and can truly understand that given those circumstances, they arrived where they arrived in their current thought process and belief system, you have an enormously higher potential of getting this person to then listen to your perspective when it's your turn to talk. But it's not about you. For sure not in the beginning. Not until you earn the respect of the other person by listening to their beliefs, acknowledging their beliefs, and then transitioning that conversation into a very even-keeled, caring dialogue. It's a lot easier than you might think if you turn on your television and watch the debates going on right now in, in America. It's just that nobody is changing up their strategy or routine in terms of really truly listening and acknowledging what the other person says. I challenge you to go back to the last debate and see if either one of those men acknowledged what the other was saying in any way other than a combative way. I guarantee you, you can't find it. So if we can learn anything from that, we can see that there's one thing we can't do, and it's just bark. Bark at each other and bark at each other's beliefs. Only through acknowledgement of the other person will you stand a chance of persuasion. And that goes for negotiation too. So I hope you found something valuable in this video. Until next time, I hope you have healthy, happy conversations, and I'll talk to you later.